Merry Christmas, everyone. It's the most fitting way for us to begin this holy day as the sun rises to gather here for Holy Mass to celebrate the light of the world born for us this day. Each year, we adore in silent wonder the infant lying in the manger there in the stable of Bethlehem, that touching scene of the humility of God. I found myself this year contemplating this mystery, thinking of all that led up to that holy night, especially for Our Lady and St. Joseph, how difficult their path was and how heroically they walked it in profound trust and with surrender to divine providence, with confidence that the Lord was with them and caring for them. But imagine with me for a moment how different things might have been if Mary and Joseph were 21st century Americans. For example, consider that moment when each of them was visited by the Archangel Gabriel, first Our Lady at the Annunciation and then St. Joseph in his dream, when each of them was asked to play a part in this strange plan of God to become man. If they were living the spirit of this age, perhaps they would have protested, you know, we're spiritual but not religious, so we're going to just decide in our own hearts how we want to live our lives. We don't need some angel to tell us what to do, and plus, if we do what you're asking us to do, it's going to be rather uncomfortable. We're going to, even though we haven't come to live together yet, Mary's going to be with child. That'll put us at odds with the world around us be easier just to kind of conform, blend in. And then nine months later, another command comes, this time not from an angel, but from the emperor in Rome, that all were to be enrolled in their own town, which meant for Mary and Joseph a journey of more than 70 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem, with Mary nine months pregnant. What would 21st century America American Mary and Joseph do probably insist that they didn't support Caesar's policies, his politics anyway, and they weren't going to accept his decree, and instead they would go on Twitter to rant into the echo chamber of their own political party in order to stir up more rage against the ruler. Then there's that moment when they get to Bethlehem and they come up against an innkeeper who has no room to offer them. 21st century, Mary and Joseph, this time they go on Yelp and create a perfectly worded, one-star, scathing review of the inn and its rude manager in order to complain to the whole world about this terrible service. But Our Lady and St. Joseph, they didn't respond like 21st century Americans, did they? No, they responded like humble, first century children of God, with trust that God's will was being manifested through his messenger. Mary said to the angel, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. And Joseph, similarly, he awoke from his dream and did just as the angel commanded him. He took Mary into his home. And when that decree came from Caesar with respect For their earthly rulers, they accepted his authority. So long as he commanded nothing contrary to the law of God, 
They strove to be good citizens of an earthly nation, and so they set out on that hard journey. And rather than lash out at an innkeeper who was likely overwhelmed and unable to meet the needs of so many travelers because of that census, they simply accepted the very much less than ideal situation and made the best of it. And all of this, all of this trustful surrender led to that touching scene that we gaze upon and contemplate year after year. Their yes to the angel made it possible for a virgin to conceive. And from that we learn that nothing, truly nothing, is impossible for God. And that if we really want union with God, like St. Joseph, we too have to take that same virgin into our homes, into our hearts. Their submission to the decree of Caesar is what led to the Son of God being born in the city of Bethlehem. The word Bethlehem translates literally as house of bread. And in this way, the place of Jesus' birth, the house of bread, pointed to the place where we would find him in every age, in a tabernacle built to house the bread of life, Christ's abiding presence with us, in the Holy Eucharist. And their acceptance of that stable rather than the penthouse suite that might have been a more fitting place for God to be born into our world reminds us that this holy infant is for everyone. Not just for the rich and the powerful, but for poor shepherds too. He's a humble God who doesn't want to dominate us. He wants to save us. In the words of Pope Benedict, the God who has become a child says to us, you can no longer fear me. You can only love me. So Mary and Joseph challenge us also to live as humble, trusting children of God. Their example invites us to welcome the teaching of the church just as they welcomed the word of the angel mediated through a messenger. Can we find it in ourselves to trust that the so-called man-made teachings of the church, which is the very church that Christ himself founded, is actually the manifestation of the will of God for us? Teachings like our Sunday obligation or those hard moral truths. Are we willing to accept the word of the church even when it means being at odds with the world around us, living in a certain tension. And by the way that Our Lady and St. Joseph responded to that decree of Caesar, they invite us to respect those who govern us, even if we don't always agree with them. They challenge us to speak about our leaders civilly with Christian charity to accept the laws they enact so long as they don't require something of us contrary to that higher law of God. And they call us, as they responded to that lack of welcome at the end, they call us to trust that God is with us, caring for us, even when the circumstances of our lives are less than ideal, even when life doesn't go as we had hoped, even when we suffer. Can we find it in ourselves to respond 
to such situations, not in anger and resentment, but with humble trust. That God will be glorified even in suffering and that he'll bring some good out of it for us, no matter how great that suffering may be or how confusing it may seem. My friends, the Christmas mystery challenges each of us and our hearts to ask, what will I be? Just another 21st century American? Or a humble, trusting son or daughter of God? One who allows God's grace to so transform me like it transformed Our Lady and St. Joseph that I too become a saint who does my part then to transform this time and place in which I live. God's grace can do that in us if we're open to him. Every Christmas we begin Mass with that beautiful hymn singing, Come, let us adore him. So today, early on this Christmas morning, let us adore him again in the manger. Let us adore him here on the altar in the Holy Eucharist. Let us learn from him, from his mother, and from his foster father how to live as children of God in this age. And then let us, like the shepherds on that first Christmas night, return glorifying and praising God for all we have heard and seen. St. Patrick, pray for us.